this is Robin Alomar, and you are listening to Spoiler Country. Yeah. Hey, hey, people of Earth, it's time to enter the Spoilerverse via our secret portal at the exclusive Arctic Club in beautiful downtown Seattle with our hosts, John and Kenrick and Casey. Welcome to Spoiler Country. Hey, if you're listening to our show for the first time and you're on one of the social medias that we're on, like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, any of those kinds of things, you should always check us out on Spoilerverse.com. But... If you want to keep up with our latest episodes, you should bring out your smartphone, get into your favorite podcaster, find Spoiler Country, and hit subscribe. Then you'll get all our new stuff. And if you want to reach out to us, you can do that in two ways. You can call us and leave us a voicemail at 707-656-2080. Again, 707-656-2080. Or you can shoot us an email at spoilercountry at gmail.com. Welcome back, everybody. This is Spoiler Country. I am Johnny Horsley. Kinder King is still out today. And today, today, today on the show, we've got the one, the only, the incredible Robin Alomar. She is the star of Utopia Falls, which is a really cool show. Yeah, I had a chance to sit down and watch it the other day. And um, it's a lot of fun. I really, I really enjoy it. I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm about halfway through the first season. A lot of cool twists, a lot of cool stories going on there, a lot of cool dancing in it, to be honest. And today, we got to sit down and chat with her. So, without further ado, without any more of me rambling today, let's go ahead and sit back and listen to Robin in her own words. everyone welcome again to another episode of spoiler country my name is casey allen and today on the show we have actress robin alomar you have seen robin alomar on shows like utopia falls you've seen her in the riot girls film you've seen her on shadow hunters so robin how you doing i'm good how are you i'm well i'm well okay so i have spent the majority of my lunch breaks this week watching utopia falls oh wow and, uh, so it, it's really fun i've enjoyed it and it's one of those shows that if you read a synopsis of it you're like what yeah so it, it is it it's a utopian teen drama mm-hmm. and there is a dance competition Yes. And you guys find a, a library in mm-hmm. which the voice of Snoop Dogg is the librarian. Yes. And you learn <laughs> about hip hop. That is bonkers, but it works and it's so fun. Mm-hmm. And holy crap, y'all are talented. You oh, have wow, such a you. talented cast. And uh, you yourself are no slouch. You are, you're hitting on all cylinders so can you tell us a little bit about your character on the show and and just kind of give us a little bit of a rundown absolutely so also thank you for saying all those things so nice (laughs) (laughs) i mean Um, i I wouldn't say it if it weren't true thank you well my character i play Aaliyah on the show and she is her dad is part of the tribunal which is like the government the head of state of this city of new babel And so she's kind of grown up in this privileged, 
you know, I guess you'd say in that world, like their version of like a wealthy kind of sheltered uh, lifestyle. And so Aaliyah's always been used to, I don't want to say getting what she wants, but she's always been used to the, the usual, the norm around her. And when she discovers, when she goes into the competition and she ends up discovering the archive with Bodhi, it completely changes and like rocks her world because she was from this this sheltered this sector so yeah, it, yeah. your character has the most to lose mm-hmm. by revealing yeah. you know the secrets of the archive and you really you portray a very brave character on the show <laughs> to go against the grain Mm-hmm. And one thing I love about dystopian fiction, and mm-hmm. it's allegorical, it's it's giving you medicine with a mm-hmm. little bit of sugar. Yeah. And uh, it's giving you what you need while also giving you stuff that you crave. Exactly. And we need more of that type of fiction, especially mm-hmm. now. There's a, you know, a ton of stuff going on now yeah. that we could get into and that is, is really awful. Mm-hmm. And right. stuff. Stuff like this is a shining light. It's a beacon for people. So mm-hmm. I love that you're able to to do it and do it so well. Oh, thank you. So when you first like auditioned for this show, what did you think? Uh, when I first auditioned for the show, I actually almost wasn't able to audition for the show because I remember there was like this massive Uber downage in LA. Oh. <laughs> that's how I was getting around. And so I almost didn't even make the audition. And then my friend like figured it out and picked me up. But I remember for the audition, I was super excited because the character description was so right up my alley. And honestly, it's kind of rare when those moments like happen for me, like, especially I feel like I have like a unique look. And so it's rare that someone asks for someone who looks like me. I remember reading uh, the description and it said for the two leads, we want, you know, black or biracial. And she's pretty much going to be this like Katniss Everdeen figure. And I'm a big geek. I love <laughs> science. Yeah, I love science fiction. I love fantasy, especially. <laughs> so I feel like my 13-year-old self slash my 24-year-old self now was very excited <laughs> <laughs> um, when I got it. And I just remember reading it and feeling so good about it. But then I feel like as an actor, you have to just like, it can feel so great. You just have to like, let it go though. Because you never know what's going to happen. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I didn't hear back until, I guess, I think a a month later. So I thought I definitely didn't get it. (laughs) And then a month later, they reached out. That's awesome. And and you said, like, the the teenager in you was stoked about it. And Mm -hmm. I'm thinking about it. You're right at that age when Hunger Games hit. You probably going hard for it. (laughs) yes exactly exactly i'm like wow this is my dream and it's like i feel like as a kid when i read the hunger games i was always obsessed like i always thought i would play one of the side characters and then when i pretty much found out that i'm the version of katniss i was like yes that's a win (laughs) well well, that and that kind of brings me to something that is very prominent in your show which is Mm -hmm. representation yeah which so a a little backstory on on myself because Mm -hmm. i'm I'm a white dude and I'm going to talk about myself regardless. <laughs> <laughs> no, a little back, a little background. My mm-hmm. wife is a, um, a kindergarten teacher in a mm-hmm. predominantly black school. Mm-hmm. Those kids up until recently never saw anybody like themselves. Mm-hmm. And 
so when like the Creed film came out, which mm-hmm. oh my gosh, little boys in the playground were being Creed. When yeah. Black Panther came out, oh my gosh, those kids went nuts. Yeah, and it, it's so important. Mm-hmm. And it's stuff that you know I I would have never thought about until I got you know until my wife was like, yeah, it's kind of a problem. Kids, yeah. Don't themselves in, in the characters that are that they mm-hmm. want to be right so there's some little girl out there watching your show and going oh my gosh mm-hmm. so uh, that has that ever yeah. occurred to you or no honestly I feel like it a lot of things occurred to me after the fact of the show to be honest <laughs> I feel like <laughs> when I'm filming especially this was like kind of my this was my first big project ever and I was like the lead of it so I was really thrown in and so I was just so focused on what I was doing a majority of the time I did notice the diversity and it's crazy because again I don't notice how impactful it is until after because all of my friends who I don't have a ton of white friends. So all of my different friends are like people of color. And they were all saying to me, oh my God, when the show finally did come out, they were like, oh my God, the diversity was like such a standout for them. And I was like, really? Wow. I guess it's just because that's, for me, that's my norm. When I see that, the like when I see the show, I'd like, that's my, that what I'm watching on TV represents my friend group in real life. And I think that's what should, that's what TV should be, especially in things that are, science fiction and fantasy where oftentimes people of color especially black people are not at all even represented (laughs) in the show or the genre it was it all hit me like a brick after everything I literally was so emotional when I was getting messages from people it was just I I couldn't believe it and I couldn't be happier either because this is definitely something I craved when I was a kid, I remember having to, having to, if there wasn't a black character, I would try to find the most tan one and be like, okay, she's my favorite. (laughs) (laughs) So it's nice that now there's actually characters who look like me and look like my family members and my friends that I can watch on TV. That's awesome. That's awesome. And uh, like, like I said, stuff like this is you're getting the stuff that you need while getting the stuff that you also crave. So it's a perfect thing for kids coming up now to mm-hmm. see. I'm sorry. I'm looking out my window and I see about five deer in my backyard. That's so cool. Oh my gosh, they're beautiful. Oh and my gosh. It just rained. I'm sorry. It just rained. And they're just That's so around neat. freaking dogs. Um, <laughs> sorry. So cool. <laughs> I wish I was looking at deers outside my window. <laughs> Oh, it's, it's great. I live out in the middle of nowhere and yeah. uh, deer are great. Turkeys suck. So every, yeah, they just stand in the road and piss you off. Yeah. Uh, so I do not feel bad about eating turkey at all. But- yeah. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, no, I love turkey. <laughs> I'm sorry, but back to the show. It's okay. <laughs> I just saw something out of the corner of my eye. I was like, holy shit, that's like wow, that's an odd so amount of deer. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I, I really am loving the show and I, I'm really taken with the, how you guys have introduced hip hop into the show and some of the, some of the, the songs that were presented on the show were mm-hmm. like stuff that 
I can't really imagine that you were around for. And if you were like in a cradle, <laughs> right. <laughs> so has it been a history lesson for you a little bit, like some of the musical choices on the show? To be honest, music wise, like the music that we we're playing and listening to, not so much because I actually, my mom raised me right. My mom raised me on <laughs> hip hop from like a young age, from a young age. So I know things that are from before my time since I was little, but it was a major history lesson with learning uh, dance. And like I oh, had taken really? dance. Yeah, it was really crazy. It was, I, I didn't even realize that I was going to learn that much about the history of it and like the culture of dance, but cause I had danced before like previously, but I guess I just didn't know my shit <laughs> because this is crazy. <laughs> but when they, when we were learning from Tanisha Scott about hip hop, she was just telling us where things came from and you know, that, you know, there's a term called protect your neck and that's, because people would get into fights when certain music was playing and you had to protect your neck because you didn't know if you were going to get hit. Like it was all these interesting things that I had no idea that things that we do now came from. And I have like a deep appreciation for now. That's amazing. And uh, like you have so many different disciplines of dance in the show, Mm -hmm. which is, it's really stunning how well you guys have blended that into the show. So y'all, what was the training like that for? Did you get your ass beaten to the ground basically? Pretty much. Like pretty (laughs) much. I don't even think I was fully ready because I was taking, you know, my own like private classes, getting ready to film. And so I thought I was in a good place, even though I'm on a show, to be honest, with predominantly dancers. Everybody in the show is a dancer except me and Umberly. Like, we're not dancers first, we're actors first, but everybody else, that's what they do. Like, they are dancers. And so, I don't know, I guess I just had ego, and I was like, yeah, I'm going to do this. It's going to be great. I'm going to kill it. And then I got to the actual, the rehearsal, and I had no idea what was going on. I wanted to cry. I was like, oh, my God, I don't know what to do. We were learning stepping, which is a completely different, like a whole different thing. And so I was just, I was shocked. I was definitely shocked the first time. Um, Me and Umberly, who plays Brooklyn, were literally just like, what is going on here? (laughs) And everybody had to help us to get us back on track. But then after that, honestly, things started to become like, everything else came smoothly after that. But that first rehearsal that we had was absolutely crazy and it was eight hours no it was six hours but still very long to be like intensely dancing oh yeah yeah that takes a toll on your body and your mind (laughs) i'm sure i'm sure (laughs) so the this role is pretty huge and it's your first like breakout role yeah what are your plans now is there talk of a season two has that has that started There's definitely talk of a season two. Things are just kind of in a weird place because of COVID right now. But there's there's definitely plans for a season two. And so it's just kind of like, at least in Canada, on our part in Canada, things are going to get back to normal here. And so we can start having those meetings and those discussions again. But right now, yeah, things are a little bit crazy because of COVID. So it's on a bit of a pause. But there's definitely a plan. I think our creator RT has plans for season two and season three. So there's definitely, Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. 
America right now is a flaming trash can. Yeah, it's um, it's it's bad. Yeah. Well, you made the correct choice. <laughs> it's uh, nobody wants to wear masks. At, le- at least yeah. where I'm at. How has it affected you? I'm re- I'm really curious. Like, obviously, you left. How have things been in Toronto? Honestly, things are so. There's a mandatory 14 day quarantine that you have to do here when you get here. So I did that. And honestly, it was not that bad at all. I was just kind of happy to be here. (laughs) And so, yeah. And so it's been like way past 14 days. So I've been out and about and it's just been, honestly, it's been really nice because when I was in California, it was so it's intense lockdown there right now. Like it's not, not, they're not doing great. (laughs) And so when I came here and I got to finally be outside, I was just so thankful. I was almost emotional. I'm like, wow, I get to walk around and see my friends and go to the park with them. Like, that's so great. <laughs> I love that. Oh, yeah. It, it, being it able awesome. to, you get a little bit of normalcy right now. I mean, you're yes. not in your, where you live in California, mm-hmm. obviously, but you yeah. get to have a little bit of normalcy and walk around without. Exactly. And like, I think it's also just seeing everybody, like seeing my family and my friends definitely missed everyone. So it's been very nice being back. So how old were you when you moved to to LA? I only moved to, so I was born in LA, but I was raised in Toronto, but I moved back to LA only about two and a half years ago. So just recently. So you, you kind of jumped in with both feet. How was that experience? Being a young actress in LA. (laughs) It was really, again, I just feel like sometimes I just have this like really positive mindset where I'm like, I'm ready to do this. (laughs) Then sometimes, I mean, I guess it's good because I just do it, but I don't think I always fully prepare for what's to follow. But I think, I feel like I just had to, I already had American, American representation and I was from there. And so I feel like all the signs were just kind of pointing to, why don't you just go there? And I feel like a lot of my, auditions actually were coming from there and a lot of the ones that I had callbacks for were in the states and in LA so I don't know I I just had to I just had to move here and I got an offer from one of my really great friends Sydney Sweeney who's on Euphoria and she was like you know why don't we just roommate together so I I roommated with her and it was great because I actually I learned a lot from about Hollywood from her because she again was on Euphoria so she was on this massive show already and I got to learn a lot from her and like that experience as well so I feel like everything kind of got thrown at me in that first year (laughs) like everything that the industry had was like bam here's what it is do you want this (laughs) yeah yeah that's amazing that's amazing so what's your background in in acting have you had like like schooling in acting or is it just something that you, you you just went for Well, yeah. So I wanted to, I knew from a young age, like I wanted to be a performer and I just knew that I wanted to do acting because I just got very into film as I got older, but I went to, I just took different classes growing up from the age of maybe 13. And then I actually went to film school when I graduated high school and learned acting there. And I learned about theater and I kind of did all of that. It was at Toronto Film School. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah. So can I talk a little bit about your theater background? 
own because yeah, I, I'm, sure. I'm always curious how working on a you know a, a massive mm-hmm. television production yeah where you know crazy sets you have all these people running around mm-hmm. how does that compare to working uh, in in a theater right i feel like it's so interesting because I, everybody's different and for me i actually feel like i feel less anxiety definitely when I am filming on a TV show even though it's a massive set and there's tons of people there's a certain comfort as well because you can riff I just feel like I don't know there's like this I feel like I can play more whereas with theater you can play but you have to play after you pretty much know you know your lines like the back of your hand and the rest of your body (laughs) And oh, yeah, yeah. I feel like it's just that for me. I love theater, but it's still that anxiety for me of it being live and me never wanting to forget your lines. That's like one of the worst things that could happen <laughs> on, <laughs> like on stage. And I feel like that fear, though, also is kind of what I love about theater. It feels so raw to me. It almost feels like a sport when I'm doing theater, I think. Well, it's immediate gratification, right? I mean, yeah. you're getting that feedback. Exactly. Yeah, it's crazy because I feel like I do tune out when I'm on stage, though. I'm like, did somebody laugh? I'm not sure. I got to just stay in the scene. <laughs> I, I got to be like super serious. But I think that would be, I think that would be like the biggest difference for me. But I feel like I definitely get a bit more anxiety for theater just because of that. I don't know, just because of it's just, there's more, there's more things that could go wrong in my head than being on set. Oh, yeah. And so I'm, that yeah. just like runs through my head and I'm like, oh my God, what if this happened and this and this? But in the show, you can't stop. You, there's no do-over. You can't nope. have another take. You just gotta, you no. just gotta drive it home and double exactly. down. And it's not like is... you can improvise lines either because sometimes people know exactly, they know that play, they know that musical. <laughs> so you can't just make something up. <laughs> So on the show on Utopia Falls, Mm -hmm. there's the exemplar, which is a highly competitive entertainment contest. Does being an actress, dancer, kickboxer, all that stuff that you do, did did that give you greater insight into the character? Could you connect with her better? I think I know definitely, especially Aaliyah, because of her, again, of her upbringing and her background and her being of this this strict household because I really related a lot of her dancing pre her discovering hip hop in the archive. I related it a lot to when I did, I used to do competitive dance at like one of those big companies when I was a kid and it was great, but it was always very controlled, I guess. And so I kind of related a lot of who she was dance wise to that and to my experience, sorry, (laughs) to my experience dancing competitively when I was a kid. Because I feel like it was a similar mindset, especially for like her training scenes and whatnot. I'd always just kind of think about how they conditioned us when we were kids, like little soldiers. Yeah, but you also didn't do that while talking to Robot Snoop Dogg. So. Yeah, true. I wish. That would have been great. <laughs> <laughs> so the on the show, hip-hop dancing is outlawed. Do you feel that symbolic of how minorities are marginalized in in many countries around the world, or does it represent something else in your opinion? Well, on the show, it's like 
hip hop is the first thing that we tackle in this season, but it is, it's anything that's outside of what new Babel sound is, which would be, I guess, classical music. And so I definitely think that's very symbolic to anything that's, I related a lot to culture and discovering any sort of being that you are, because everybody has a background and an ethnicity. And I feel like it being hip hop and it being a predominantly like black show and a black creator, it has a lot to do with our roots and our culture and like reconnecting that and how, you know, to get serious, but like, I feel like it's how it's kind of like how society looks at people, if that makes any sense. Oh yeah. And how, and how that if you have, if you are in touch with this culture, with this, with who you are, with your roots, that you'll be too powerful. Essentially, you're going to be too much for the government or for people and we won't be able to control you. And I feel like that has to, that feel like a lot of people can connect to that because I feel like that has to do with a lot what's going on and what has gone on in history. So I definitely think it has a lot of symbolism. Yeah, yeah, it's, I'm loving where they're going with the show. It's just such mm -hmm. a well done, well written show. Switching gears a little bit. Yeah. Alomar, that name sounds a little bit familiar. <laughs> Toronto. What, what's the deal here? What, Roberto Alomar. Yep. <laughs> How was that growing up with Roberto Alomar as your dad? It was, it's pretty cool. Yeah, he is my stepdad and it is pretty, it's pretty interesting, especially being in Toronto because yeah, he's, he's pretty recognized here, I guess. If I could say that without <laughs> sounding snooty, but a lot kind of, of people, a big deal here. Yeah, he's kind of a big deal in Toronto, <laughs> but, but no, that was, I mean, he's, he acts like he didn't I mean this in a good way. I mean, he acts like a little star. Like he's used to, he's very used to this like <laughs> lifestyle and he's so humble with it and normal, like not caught off guard when things happen to him and whatnot. So he's like, yeah, it was kind of, it was interesting. It was like to see him always handle things super chill and like it was whatever kind of gave me that same, let me know that it was also chill and whatever. <laughs> that, that's awesome. And did he give you insight on, on how to deal with people? and deal with like the pressure of mm -hmm. people needing stuff from you, wanting yeah. you to be around for stuff. Definitely. I feel like he's honestly been coaching me for this. And I definitely mean the word coaching. I feel like he's been coaching <laughs> me for this since I was like a kid. He's always, it's crazy. He's always, we've always known something was going to happen that I was going to book something. And he's always been preparing me and like grooming me for that. He's like, listen, you know, you can't, you'll be like, you can't trust everybody. Sometimes people want things, kind of exactly what you just said. Sometimes people will want things from you. The most you can do is use your intuition, be kind, work your butt off and just focus. This whole thing is always just focusing and working really hard, just like zone in. And that's his main thing. And that's, and he just tells me to be kind to everybody and nice to everybody on set. He's like, you should know everybody's name. You should know the grip and the sound. And I'm like, how do you even know what the grip is on set? <laughs> <laughs> that, that's great advice though. And mm -hmm. people see that and recognize it. It's always something that's apparent to me when I talk to a celebrity or, you know, somebody mm -hmm. we, we deal with a lot of like genre uh, yeah. stuff like comics and cool. um, geeky stuff like that, which is, is super mm -hmm. fun. And that's my bread and butter. But yeah. when you're talking to people that recognize other people, that's always so important. And you're like, yeah. Oh, you're not like a fame hog. You're like yeah. the real deal. You, 
you're all about the teamwork. And, yeah. And, <laughs> and yeah. what you do, I mean, acting is a team sport. You got to be all in with your team. Exactly. I mean, there's no such thing. I think there was like a, a Will Smith made a joke about this recently. If actors tried to just make movies themselves, it doesn't work. <laughs> it definitely doesn't work at all. So it's definitely a team sport. So do you have anything coming up that you want to talk about, like projects that, that are in the pipeline? Uh, there's things in the pipeline, but I'm not Really, I'm not allowed to say right now, and I don't know how long I'll be able to say to. Oh, yeah, it, yeah. But everything in flux. Yeah, there's plans and there's things in the works. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yes. I can't wait to see you on more things because thank you. Uh, the The show is so fun. It's so well done, and mm -hmm. I think it's really important to have these types of shows that mm -hmm. that go into the topics that kind of reflect what's happening in present day yeah, and kind of a warning for people of what present day is leading to. So, mm -hmm. so going back to hip hop a little bit, is there anybody that's really blowing your hair back right now? Oh, this is R&B, not hip hop, but there's a woman named Mariah, the scientist who I've been listening to and she's great. She's amazing. I'm obsessed with her, but nothing new hip hop wise right now. I'm sure there actually is, but my head is blanking. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> I, as, as far as hip hop goes, like mm -hmm. I was talking to work in the medical field. Mm -hmm. Oh, cool. I was talking to some of like the younger people at work. I'm in my thirties mm -hmm. mm -hmm. and we were, we got on the subject of hip hop and I'm a big uh, run the jewels fan. And, oh, I like uh, Run the Jewels. Okay. And they they said, Run the Jewels, is that like old people rap? And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to find the scalpel. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. I hate those moments. I've actually had moments like that with people, and I'm like, what? I'm old. Yeah. 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 And then on the flip side, mm -hmm. my mother in law asked me what. Uh, WAP was because she kept seeing people talk about it on. Oh Facebook. my god! <laughs> I like, oh my god! Um, gonna, I don't know. Watch the video. I don't know. You can look it up. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna refer that question to your daughter. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> what a question to ask. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's interesting. So. <laughs> Like I said, I'm super stoked on the show. I can't wait to see more. Do you, do you have anything you want to promote before we before we let you? Um, Utopia Falls. <laughs> I can't think of anything else to promote other than that right now that I'm allowed to say. One quick question. Mm -hmm. As COVID has been going on, mm -hmm. people have been kind of finding things that make them happy because... Yeah you kind of have to rely on yourself lately to be happy. You can't rely on company. You can't rely right. on meeting up in big groups. I miss live music terribly. Mm -hmm. What has been keeping you sane? What has been keeping me sane is I'm honestly a big talker. So connecting, like even through FaceTime, 
has been great for me with people that has made me feel a lot better than I thought. Cause I feel like originally I tried to just like isolate. I didn't want to talk to anybody, but when I did start to reach out to people like regularly, that has been keeping me sane. Also Netflix partying. Do you know what that is? (laughs) It's the best thing ever. I, I have yet to do a Netflix party. I, I got invited to watch the the DNC the other day with some mm-hmm. friends. And oh. but it's I have a five and a ten year old. So yeah. <laughs> it is near impossible. Yeah, I can imagine. But yeah, Netflix partying, I've been loving doing that. I've been watching a lot of I've been watch I have actually started rewatching massive like TV shows that have a bunch of seasons, but like kind of stupid things like Family Guy. <laughs> and just kind of starting from the start. And I'm like, wow, this show's still funny. It really holds up. And so now I'm on season nine. And I've oh, almost wow. done it. Yep, still continuing it. Still continuing. My wife has recently discovered Alone on Netflix. Oh, what's that? It's, it is a um, survival show where they just drop people out in the middle of the woods. Mm-hmm. And they have to out-survive one another and Mm. it is intense they were in like either alaska or canada but like in the really like you know crazy cold part in the middle of winter it was like zero and sub-zero temperatures and they're setting their huts on fire on accident Mm. they're getting attacked by wolverines they're having yeah it is it's pretty hardcore but it's super entertaining and we finished the finale of season six Mm -hmm. and you really like the guy that wins like he's like super likable yeah and i don't want to spoil it for you but if you want to check it out it's super good and it's called alone alone yes Ooh, i'm gonna check it out if you want to watch some like people in the woods being cold and eating like love that Shit. <laughs> love that. <laughs> so we discovered that recently and we saw the first episode of Lovecraft Country and that Oh, I know, can't wait to watch that. Oh my god. It, I can't wait is. to watch it. And because like I said we have two kids. Yeah. It's like an hour show. Mm-hmm. It took us about 3 hours. But we Oh my watched. god. <laughs> we oh saw god. it and it was so worth it. Oh my gosh, I need to watch that. It's uh, one thing about the show, it kind of parallels Utopia Falls in that mm. it it's a, a diverse cast and yes, they're using genre fiction mm-hmm. to get a point across mm-hmm. and to kind of show like the ills of society while also giving you something very entertaining. Mm-hmm. Wow, I can't wait to I've been wanting to watch that's been on my list already so i'm like very excited to watch it now yeah definitely check it out and it's so utopia falls great show i super enjoyed it and the comparison between that and the uh lovecraft country ends there because it's Mm -hmm. obviously made for much older viewers Uh, (laughs) yeah you might even be too young to watch it so (laughs) what no (laughs) but no it's super good it's super good Yay! Okay, I can't wait to watch it. But, um, Robin, I've really enjoyed talking to you. I'm so sorry we had such a crap time connecting <laughs> earlier in the call. What you guys, listeners at home, didn't realize is that Casey 
has the technical skills of your great grandmother. So <laughs> I'm going to take the blame for that. And but we figured it out we're good now. So, yes. Tech geniuses. Uh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. So <laughs> I, I I've super enjoyed talking to you and I cannot wait to I'm actually planning on watching this show with my ten year old because I think she'd really dig it. Yay. Oh I love that. Oh I'm so excited. <laughs> Yay. Well, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you very much, Robin Alomar. You guys check her out on Utopia Falls. Super entertaining show. And it, it's it's the best. So you guys have a good one. And we're back. That was awesome. Casey had a great time talking with Robin. She was really cool. So, Robin, everyone to come back on? Let us know. Happy to have you. And uh, without, you know, with all that, that's that's the show, guys. So, if you liked that, which I know you did, you're still listening, and you have good taste. And if you have good taste, it means you like Spoilerverse. But if you do like that, and you want more, go to Spoilerverse.com. We have so many back issues. I mean, we're coming up on 500 episodes. That's a lot of episodes. But go to Spoilerverse.com or go to your podcatcher and type in spoiler country and you'll find it and you'll love it and download every episode or go to spoilers.com and check out all of our other podcasts in our network we have so many there's so many cool content out there for you to check out so go do that also while you're there read our articles and previews and reviews and all, all the fun stuff that our writers write every single day and go to the store buy a t-shirt buy a hoodie buy a face mask buy something something else look fly as hell and, and you'll know, help out the, help out help support the site and uh, also, go to scpod.us slash discord and join our, join our public discord server where we chat and we have fun all day long. There's different rooms you can join to talk about different things. You can also enter some of our discord-only contests coming up soon. Uh, we're doing some, some of those really cool. We're doing some really cool stuff, so go ahead and definitely check that out. And lastly, but not leastly, Air Ocean's a podcast. We are Cthulhu. And as Cthulhu about you to do, open the mind and read more.